going on there, Michael Key? It's uh, a late night for us here. We uh, just got back. We're going to probably get started in about, I don't know, maybe four minutes, three, four minutes. Wait for uh, producer Eric to show up. And, uh, usually we go on at 6.30 p.m., but uh, I'm doing all right. Celebrated Big Sexy's birthday tonight, so that's why uh, a little bit uh, a little bit after the 6.30 p.m. Pacific time hour. But you know how it goes. And uh, let's walk into the door. Are you there, Producer Eric? Here you are. Um, I, I already let Jester know that I was coming over here, but maybe he might show up in under an hour to see us. Hold on. Let's try that again. How about now? Um, I can still hear you. Um, All right. Um, I know you, you're kind of doing a late night show tonight. Well, you know, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'll try yeah. not to get you uh, talk about anything that'll get you fired up, Michael. I promise. <laughs> I can keep my promises, but we'll do the best we can. I'm very excited. Well, I know, because and I know Perk's going to be MIA tonight. Yeah, he probably will be. But uh, that's but all. He sh- him and Honeybee should be back tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, I am excited because, as you know, Producer Eric, tonight is our first night not being on... Without the video stream. The video. But the audio is still holding strong, I think. So that's... I was a little bit worried about that. We'll see how the sound effects and all that make sure that they work. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I don't know if I can do a show without breaking out my favorite thing. Oh, it sounds oh, like it's good. It. Oh, yeah. That's right. What is going on, Saucy? How the hell is your Saucy ass doing? It's a late night tonight. I'm glad you could join us. That way, producer Eric and I don't feel all alone today. Don't know whether Robert and Lady Me might show up. I don't know what where Lady Me is. Uh, she must be visiting uh, Joe Biden in his basement or something, because I haven't seen nor heard from her. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Saucy is good. I'm glad to hear that. My, uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, too much sauce. I'm feeling all right. You know why? I really haven't paid attention to what the hell's going on in the news. Oh, yeah. I see a martini glass. If I have one of those, I'd be doing pretty good. That's for sure. Mmm. Martinis. I, n- I have a nice hot cup of coffee that Big Sexy just finished making. God, how long does this music last for? Oh, we got 40 seconds. Okay. Great no news is good news. Well, I haven't opened up the browser yet, nor have I opened up the uh, the mailbox. And I know producer Eric's got a, li- a laundry list of articles for me to go over, too. So. That, that I've compiled over the weekend. Oh, yeah. There's always there's always a pile waiting for slightly at the on Monday. Uh, but I'll let you sift through the best ones because I know with Pert, we whenever he's here, you have to look at what him and Honeybee have submitted. Yeah, on occasion they'll they'll send out a couple things over to us as well, so it's all good. All right, I guess I do good my- to send you some really uh, attention grabbing stories. 
I appreciate that. I, I can't do it all alone. That's that's for damn sure. Our, our show would be horrible if I did. All right. Uh, here we go. Live, Live from, Southern, from California. Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host, Eric from Georgia. One, two, three, go! All right. Well, you know, in some parts of the country, it is still Monday. That's right, Monday, November 15th, 2021. And for those of you on the East Coast or the right coast, uh, you yes. know, it's, uh, it's November 16th already. So uh, all I have to say to well, you folks out there is... Tuesday morning, twelve forty-eight a.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, you know, there's, um, there's no, uh, the, no better way to start your your morning, right? Is with us. Well, unless it's the well, old. Well, it's about five or six o'clock in the morning. Over, um, I guess if uh, Asha or Angie or Baram Yu decides to join us. Yes, yeah, that's right. It's uh, very early in the morning there, and uh, you know, producer Eric, my well, God, um, you only have what? You only have what? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to do math in my head. Uh, you only have like s- six hours. Let's see. It's 10 o'clock, two hours. Oh, you have about nine hours to, for, for your next show. You're a very big, very busy guy. I know, but um, I know like John DeVito, he's not been doing you know, a whole lot of live shows lately, but I'm hoping maybe we can try to give him some much needed encouragement that, um, you know, and I might start like sounding like Jim Vance here in a minute. Like, like, yeah, one of like Jim Vance's famous commentaries where he says, you owe so much to so many people because look at all the great work he'd done for Pamela Smart and the Agape and Circle of Hope kids. Yeah, no, he's done a fantastic job. I definitely give uh, a lot of kudos to John for all the hard work he's done over the past year and a half or so since I've seen him on Podbean and uh, him doing his shows. And uh, that's that's phenomenal work. Well, he, uh, that's all I know. Yep. I know. No, we 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 we've had had some great shows recently, especially when when the video platform is kicking. But hopefully, that returns in the in the new year around January, February at the very latest, depending on how well the the moving process goes for you and Big Sexy. Yeah, we we will see. It depends if we're buying uh, new or if we're buying something that's already on the market. I mean, if we're buying something uh, that's new construction, you might be waiting a good eight months for a video to come back, but. Regardless, we got you on audio and stuff like that. I know our good friend, uh, let's see, our, our good friend earlier tonight in the show, before the show started, uh, Michael Michael Key, he had sent me a video. Uh, I'm, I'll go ahead and probably play it. It uh, basically uh, is a YouTube video of Joe Biden says stupid things. But unfortunately, I don't have a, a platform at this moment as tonight is our first show without uh, a video experience. So... I, I, you know, I don't know what to say, but, uh, you know, at least you can still hear my ass com- bitch complain and moan and groan and, uh, you know, be thankful right. for them, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, tonight, uh, just, uh, if you've been, uh, you know, th- wait a minute, Eric, can you believe, and, and I, I have to say, I gave Pert a, a lot of shit tonight, uh, cause big sexy and I, I took him out for his birthday dinner. And uh, I texted uh, Pert and Honeybee, and 
He's like, is it Big Sexy's birthday? I'm like, um, hello, don't you fucking listen to producer Eric? <laughs> but anyways, I had to give him a hard time. You know, people have so much well, uh, in their lives that you don't capture everything. But yes, tonight was Big Sexy's big 33rd birthday. How about that? So we had a lovely time. Uh, he had to do s- some work this morning. Uh, he he uh, was filling in all of the nail holes uh, throughout the house of hanging things. So he wasn't very happy about that. But he did a fantastic job. And well, <sighs> um, it was certainly an honor to have you and him come to the old man's podcast so he can get serenaded for his birthday. Right. He really enjoyed that. That was fantastic. Well, but of course, yeah. December 2nd, um, we're counting on you and and BP to show up for that. And, and if we can get Lewis from almost everything to also show up, because I mean, we've not seen him in a hundred years. Oh, I'm, I know it's been quite a while since we've seen Lewis and uh, yeah, I, I will do my best uh, in all that. Uh, keep it, you know, and we'll, we'll show face uh, in all that. Uh, keep in mind, uh, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces between the 29th of this month and probably the first week of the uh, the new month as we uh, obviously we have to move the audio portion of the show uh, on the 29th. So you'll probably be with a, well, the 29th is actually a Friday. What is it? A Friday? No, it's a Monday. Um, that's a Monday. So I would plan probably but, not having any shows. Ooh, what would you say? Big sexy. You think uh, we might be off the well, air. And I imagine a week. <laughs> And, and I imagine probably next week will we'll probably just be half a week for you, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I guess Thursday and Friday, you probably of next week, you'll probably take that off in observance of the Thanksgiving holidays, even though you and Big Sexy had y'all's Thanksgiving dinner earlier in the month. But um, unless y'all get invited to somebody else's Thanksgiving. Well, uh, the Thanksgiving that we'll be attending will probably be in the afternoon. Um, other than that, you know, I, I probably... You know, we'll have most everything packed and ready to go by then. I'm assuming uh, that mm-hmm. we we could, you know, we could probably do a Thanksgiving show. But uh, you know, yeah. I don't know uh, what your your schedule looks like. But uh, you know, if uh, you're well, around and come join the fun, I well, guess. I'm, well, I'm, I'm I tend to be real flexible, of course. But but I know, like Thanksgiving Day, and then the morning after Thanksgiving, we know the old man is is taking off. Um, so, um, yep, but, yep. but I'm sure we'll still have milk dog and Laura and you know, and a couple other friends keeping us company. Um, and I'm sure Lingalonga might be, you know, playing, playing some tunes and, and maybe, you know, having chit chat with Fox Decipher and, um, and Asha, if they decide to join him. Yeah. So there'll, there'll still be some people there. We'll be doing shows on Thanksgiving and, uh, and all that. And I'm sure there'll be people uh, tuning in. Uh, so I, I would say probably after Thanksgiving is probably when I should be packing up the audio equipment and uh, heading out to the fabulous city of Las Vegas. And uh, we'll set up shop there, and uh, hopefully we'll bring you a video in the near future as soon as we get settled into a, a long-term home uh, as we uh, yeah. have a short-term rental that we're heading to. Anyways, well, um, um, I would – I would certainly have my fingers crossed that um, instead of y'all having to wait wait so many months for a new house to be built that maybe there might be a, 
a, a house on the market that's already built that's a few years old that you and Big Sexy just fall in love with. Yeah, we, we are open to all options right now. So if you're listening to us in Las Vegas and you want to sell your home and you have a nice open floor plan, get in contact with us. You can email me at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com. And uh, if the price is right, uh, no pun intended, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, we'll and I think a real estate agent who helped facilitate the sale of my old house when the special needs trust um, uh, obtained the old house, maybe maybe that real estate agent page, maybe she might know some people out in Vegas that that could like keep their eyes and ears open for you um, and and keep y'all in mind. Yeah, well, we have we do have one real estate agent currently, um, but so you know we'll, we'll see what we can come up with, and uh, you know we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric, we have uh, what? We have what? Ten days till Thanksgiving? Is that uh, is that about accurate? Yeah, um, I believe so because mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's on the twenty fifth. Um, so, what are your plans? Are and, you uh, uh, are you visiting friends, family? What's going on? I know the day of Thanksgiving there'll be my dad's sister Kim and her husband Mark, which that she's technically my aunt. Um, and then I know this Saturday, if um, nothing changes or something doesn't come up, me and my dad will probably be going to visit my step-grandmother, which that's his stepmother, like his dad's side of the family, out around like Talpusa, Bremen, and Waco. Um, mm-hmm. I know I haven't seen, haven't seen my step-grandmother, Audrey, in like four years since my grandfather died. Um, I tried calling her earlier this evening, but got the answer machine. I told her that that uh, if she's not able to talk talk this evening, that I might try again tomorrow. Okay. And, well, that's cool. and she's 80 years old, you know, and her birthday was in it was back in April, but since I got new tires on my car back in July, I'm might finally be able to make that trip out there. But I looked at the price of gas; it's like three fifteen a gallon for regular unleaded. Oh, sign me up! Where do I sign up to buy gas at that cheap of a price? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got to move to Georgia, but I don't think you plan on moving some two to three thousand miles. Yeah, that's quite a trek for me. I, I would lose money in the gas prices. Uh, <laughs> now, is that is the three dollars and ten cents? Is that expensive for you guys in Georgia? I mean, I mean, I was used to paying like, like like in like the $2 range for, for a while there. But um, I even heard news that um, Biden has decided to shut down like another gas production pipeline in New Mexico. Well, I heard he was looking to do that. Uh, has he made that fi- decision finalized? Um, I haven't really studied too much in it, but I, I thought I saw a headline about it somewhere um, or somebody tweeted about it on Twitter, which, um, which I think, I think this um, the, the, this presidential administration it, it just doesn't surprise us anymore. Yeah, not, nothing nothing in politics uh, would uh, surprise me at this point. I, I promise you that. It's, well, and, um, and and I even got like somebody to reply to one of my tweets from a few months ago when we had Neil Crabtree on the show. Um, mm-hmm. I'm and, I, and I'm going to read it out loud because because I really want people to see how truly ignorant this fool is um um the the twitter handle in question um i am trying to dig it up right now oh canada like letter o in canada two eight one three six oh nine eight says um the following um neil crabtree needs to stop whining Forty nine thousand jobs opening for welders take your pick or are you so toxic nobody wants to hire you which um 
I think this this guy on Twitter, you know, knocking Neil Crabtree, who knows what he's talking about, deserves a big, big round of booze. I agree. <gasps> Fuck that guy. <laughs> you you go out and have a job that's really imperative to millions of Americans and then have a president come into office and say, you know what? Fuck off. You're unemployed. I mean, how would that person feel? But then again, it sounds like the dude lives in Canada. So what does he even have to bitch and gripe about in the first place? I don't know. Well, um, or, or I wonder if it's, if it's a troll account, because I looked at the, the number of followers they have. And, um, Oh, how many, how many followers do they have? Let me have a look and see. Um, um, I'm pulling it up right now, you know, because um, I thought I saw a, a follower that we we don't like around here. Um, okay. Just give me one minute. Um, let me look at his profile. Um, um, he's got he's following four profiles and nobody's following him at all. Let's see who his followings are. <laughs> um, he's following Pete Buttigieg. Joe Biden, Jeff Flake, and Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's fantastic. Uh, Michael, he says around 2 million black people risk being fired due to the government mandates. I, uh, he discussed this, the actual numbers in one of his episodes. Well, oh, thank you for the beard there, um, oh, wow. um, BP, but I'm going to give my beard a, you know, slightly in big sexy. Oh, thanks for the beer. I love the, I love it. Hey, that, that'd be the perfect birthday gift for big sexy. That's right. Big sexy will drink that beer right away. Um, and going back to what Michael Key was saying, it's uh, 2 million. I haven't read that anywhere, but I, I'm sure that it is true. And, but my big question is, where are all the Black Lives Matter folks? Why aren't they out on the streets protesting peacefully? <laughs> Quote, unquote. Um, you know, that's very surprising. But maybe then again, uh, it doesn't fit the liberal agenda. So maybe uh, we won't see anybody protesting. Um, it sounds that. like crickets chirping. You hear you hear crickets instead of uh, Black Lives Matter, folks. Let's see. Let's uh, let's take a uh, let's go out and on the street and uh, see if we can hear anything. Yeah, it's crickets. All right. Eighteen percent of the federal government workers are black, and around fifty-two percent of the black population is unvaccinated. That was as of October, uh, according to Mr. Key. And uh, that is probably uh, pretty damn accurate in my estimation without knowing for a fact, because I, I think one of the, you know, that was the one of the biggest minority groups that were unvaccinated and uh, too much sauces. They just the hell with the uh, the vaccinations. They, they, they'll pass on that. They just want the stimulus checks. That's what they're looking for. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Speaking of being stimulated, folks, Big Sexy and I finally got the. When is it? Wait, is it? Oh, let me. I gotta reach over here. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's somewhere around this 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 place that's a mess because we're moving. But we got stimulated. We got the the uh, Golden State stimulus. Yeah, how about that? So I was very excited about that. It's only like uh, ten months uh, overdue, but you know, you know how California goes. But little do they know, we're taking the money and running, running to Las Vegas. Anywho. Uh, top, uh, maybe not the top news story of the day, but uh, something that's not too serious. But because you know, after all, we are slightly serious. Uh, big news alert: If you shop at the the damn Costco, um, 
they are alerting customers that there's a recall of Kool-Aid, a Kool-Aid mix that may contain metal or glass. Yeah. So if you're if you're one of them liberals drinking the Kool-Aid from Costco, uh, maybe we should tell them to keep drinking it. But anyways, there's uh, glass and metal in some of that shit. So be careful out there. And I will be the first to say that before you drink another beverage that will go unnamed, that starts with an O, I hope you drink Kool-Aid, just not from Costco. We don't like, we don't promote uh, Starbucks drinks nor uh, <coughs> Ovaltine. So, uh, see, see. I don't happens. care to drink Kool-Aid anyways. Yeah, the Kool-Aid's not good. Big Sexy's uh, stopping by. Six. What the hell do I take for my fucking sore knee? Oh, Big Sexy has a question for the audience members. Uh, now that, you know, as he's uh, progressing in age, you know, as we get older, the, uh, you know, the sores of old age start to kick in, even at the age of 33. But anyway, he, anyways, he's asking the audience, uh, you have any nice remedies for sore knees? The only remedy I have is one of those, like, Elastic knee braces that you slip on like a sock and you bring it up to your knee. I've got one of those along with an ankle brace and a wrist brace. So, uh, producer Eric says a uh, a knee brace. All right. What's Too up, much guys? sauce. What is up? What's up, y'all? I love oh, you guys. God, I can't What's believe up, I'm up. Sexy. Cool. What's big up? sexy. He's big you know, sexy I right I here. I'm sorry about that. I suffer from my knee, you know what I'm saying? So I always make these things called sock in the microwave. And a sock so, in the microwave. Yeah, so you put rice inside of a sock, right? Rice inside of a sock. And I'm repeating it because he can't hear you. And you put a little bit of vinegar inside the sock. A little bit of vinegar inside like, the sock. Like two tablespoons. Put it in the microwave for like two minutes, and it's called a hot sock. Micro microwave it for two minutes. Right. And and then you call it a hot sock from hot, hot sauce? Hot, hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce, but a hot sock. And you'll wrap that around your knee because, you know, you know, sauce suffers. I'm in a wheelchair, and my knee is the most aggravating pain of my life, you know. And I don't take narcos. I don't take none of that pain pill stuff. But the hot sock does help. And you don't put it on top of your pain. You put it under your pain. You put it underneath the pain, not on top of it. So he's going to go do this uh, right now while we're on the yeah. air. So we're Tell even YouTube it, you know, to get, you know, different, different type of things, you know, different type of stuff. People put different things in it. You know, saucy's a, uh, my shit swells. So the reason I put the salt and the vinegar in it is because it'll take the swelling right down. Okay. So the, the, uh, the vinegar is going to take the swelling down. Exactly. Exactly. And then, then, exactly. but the big thing is, Saucy, he can't be on his knees for the next, what, four, four or six hours? <laughs> no, you can look, you can look. You can lay on your side, my nigga. <laughs> lay on, lay oh, on, your, lay on yeah, your side. We have a problem, though, Saucy. He packed all the socks, the long socks. Oh, see, and you have to have a long sock. You can't use, like, short socks, like, little bitty socks. What about, what about a nice long dress sock? I mean, if you lose lose the long, you're gonna have to tie the top and make sure it doesn't come out. You know what I'm saying? Because rice, all rice does is cook by steam. You understand that? Oh, he knows how rice. Yeah, he, he's all about rice. He's Asian. Exactly. Come on, so it's a steam, it's a steam <laughs> so As soon as you put that on your knee, you're gonna feel that steam. You're gonna feel that um, shit trying to absorb in your leg. I also buy something over the call counter called Voltaren. Voltaren Jerry. It's yeah, V O L T R A I N. Voltaren. Let me write it's, it down. It's, 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 
Yeah, T A R I N, Voltaire, and you can pick it up at Walgreens or anything like that. Um, and what that does is another like anti-inflammatory thing. It takes the swelling down first of all, but then it also gives you like that sense of relief. You know, like I'm not gonna say it takes the pain away, but it'll give you that sense of relief from your comfort. Yes, it does, and, and for real. So I I always try to encourage all my friends: don't go and try to do a knee replacement that fast and all that. Yeah. Try every remedy there is before you do that. Now, I've had question to- sauce. Now going back to the rice and the sock with vinegar. Mm-hmm. Nick Sexy has a question. As you know, he's Asian, right? Right. Can you eat the rice after? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's sushi oh, rice. Oh, no, fuck no. But I have taken rice that was already done and put it in there, Big Sexy, because I was lazy, but no. Oh, sad, sad face for Big Sexy. Oh. I know. Oh, my God. You guys kill me. Oh. I'm trying to be serious slightly. I know I am, too. I'm just making sure, you know, we don't, because, you know, I, I want to know if he can be back on his knees in four no. to six hours because we move a lot, a lot of stuff. And, I know. Uh, so, like I said, move on your look. Move on your side. Yeah, I'll we'll ha- we'll have him move on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some, somehow, some way, I feel that just didn't sound right. I know that's because slightly you who are you you who you are, Eric. Right? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I try to make right. it entertaining somewhat. You know. He's slightly inconspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. Right. I love you guys. I got a, I'm a good bad guy. Yeah, here. Yeah. All right, Saucy. I appreciate Great you tuning in and giving us a call. This morning. Oh, Different. always, always, guys. Keep me in your prayers. Oh, I mean, Sauce, don't drink the damn Kool-Aid. Fuck that. I'm not drinking no Kool-Aid. We make yeah. sugar-aid. We drink oh, tang. Oh, hell yeah. Sugar-aid. We make tang and shit. Oh, oh, oh tang. That's the drink the astronauts took to the moon. Well, that's a lot better than that shit called Ovaltine. That's for damn sure. But oh. but Jeremy swears that we've never been to the moon. But I think we beg to differ. I think we've we've been to the moon. Why why wouldn't we've gone to the moon? I mean, well, and and for Big Sex's birthday, I might as well just go ahead and serenade him. Um, commercial. Uh, it's a Home Depot commercial. Thirty three years. Oh wow. It's Stevie Wonder's happy birthday to you. But you'll probably get it again on December 2nd along with BP and Lewis. BP's birthday's on the 2nd, too? I believe so. I think he said so, right, BP? Jeez, I didn't know I had to share my birthday with everybody. Unbelievable. Well, and Pertwee's is December 1st, I believe. And um, Mike Tampa Bay is the 17th. Laura is on the 15th. Too many damn birthdays. Oh. Old teen and tang PP. Good grief. That spells for diarrhea. <laughs> Who the hell drinks those two together? Oh. Although I'm slightly older than me. Well, I'm glad someone's slightly older. Hey, but you know what? Perwi's got us both beat, so feel good about that. I mean, he's he's probably Well, and I believe BP is the same age as Archie Kennedy. <laughs> What's that? Oh, BP's the same age as Arch Kennedy. Um, but he turned oh, okay. fifty-one back in May. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, he's going to be fifty-one. BP will be fifty-one. Well, and then, um, and then I'm you got Dennis, um, Dennis Lee and Lady Me and Laura right, right behind you, BP. That's true. 
Very true. Make sure you get a haircut for your birthday, BP. Yeah, get a hair. Big Sexy says make sure you get a haircut for your birthday. And don't work on that day. All BP does, he works like seven days a week. It's like slave labor they're treating him like. It's unbelievable. And he needs to go. Um, I guess he, he's used to work in the graveyard shift, too. Yeah, he is used to work in the graveyard shift. And I do agree with BP. He, he put in chat that all the great people are born in December. Bitch, I'm in the right <laughs> I think Big Sexy tends to disagree with you, but that's okay. I'll take it. Well, hey, if, 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 it, if it makes Big Sexy feel any better, you know, he shares a birthday month with Frankie D, who had his you birthday two weeks ago. Of breast cancer. Oh, do, oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And John DeVito will have his birthday January 2nd. Ah, gosh. All right. Anyways, enough of the birthdays. It's, right now, we're celebrating uh, Big Sexy's birthday still. And uh, Big Sexy, you are a December light. You're December light. I like that. That, that works. Anyways, uh, Producer Eric, did you hear about the uh, Texas Democrat who switched over to the Republican Party? Mm, I did not know about that. Yeah, State uh, Representative Ryan Guillen won his seat by nearly 17 points in the 2020 election. And uh, switches affiliation to the Republican Party over the party's left-leaning embrace of defunding the police policies and chaos on the southern border. So, like yeah, and uh, Big Sexy's over here trying to figure out this uh, sock and what is it, vinegar thing? <laughs> I don't know. Blew up the microwave. He almost blew up the damn microwave. What? It's smoking. Look. Oh, my God. He's going to start a fire sauce. I hope you have insurance because if the house goes up in flames, oh, my God. Anyways, um, uh, we have a uh, new uh, Republican, uh, formerly a Democrat in Texas, so that's nice to know. Go ahead, uh, Eric. Well, oh, well, I think I'm good on this this, this particular politician, you know, you know, leaving the Democrats and to join the Republican Party. I think he finally had an epiphany and saw the light. Yep, though I agree. And I apologize for the background music. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm only working with one computer tonight, so you might get some background. background. Well, I think we're getting about ready to take our first break of the evening and come back with some more news. Sounds like a plan. We'll be right back. Listening to the slightly serious show on a Monday. You've been listening to the slightly serious podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at six thirty p.m. Pacific. Oh, um, so, so too much sauce is uh, if if the the pain is on the upside, like on the kneecap, does he put it underneath the knee? According to you, put it in chat. Let me know. Anyways, a uh, New Hampshire high schooler was, yes, you are, New, New Hampshire high schooler allegedly suspended for saying there are, quote, only two genders, uh, is now suing the school district. <laughs> uh, New Hampshire student athlete is suing the school after he was suspended from a football game for allegedly expressing his views that there are only two genders. The lawsuit filed in Rockingham Superior Court on November 4th alleges that the September suspension violated the student's constitutional right to free speech and the New Hampshire Bill of Rights because he expressed his religious beliefs. The plaintiff is also aiming to block the enforcement of Exeter High School's gender non-conforming students' policy because of what he says is 
infringement on his First Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the district's policy on transgender and not and not non-gender, mm -hmm. transgender and non-binary. Non-conforming non students, quote, requires that all programs, activities, and employment practices be free from discrimination based on sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity. So we'll uh, definitely have to keep an eye on how that, uh, that lawsuit goes. And Sauce says, yes, you put it underneath your knee. Oh, shit. Yeah, see, there you go. He says it feels really good. It does. Sauce also said vol Volterin. It's an over-the-counter drug for you. Anywho, uh, moving on. Uh, as I guess uh, I haven't really been following what's going on in the Rittenhouse uh, uh, lawsuit and all that, but apparently everything's wrapped up. It's headed to the jury. Mm -hmm. uh, there are over 500 National Guards on the streets out there waiting for this verdict to happen. So that's telling me, just saying here, that they're expecting a, non, a not guilty uh, verdict. What do you think? You think uh, Hankins, I mean, the third preparing um, for uh, you know more rioting because he's going to be a free man. Doesn't isn't that kind of an indication? Well, I I would probably anticipate this being like a not guilty, and they already threw out like the gun charge. Right, and the because, gun charge. Um, one thing I thought they would stick him with. Well, apparently not, and then, but it, it'll be interesting to see that whether this, whether whether the whether the prosecutor gets his ass handed to him by the jury. Yeah, we'll see. Because I mean, you will, because I think there could already be talk of, you know, like the, the Wisconsin bar association potentially disbarring the, the prosecutor in question. Wow. That's that, that would be crazy if the, you know, the DA gets, uh, <laughs> wow. I couldn't, I can't imagine that happening, but who knows? Not well, I think, knows. um, there have been like a couple of instances where, you know, where the judges really had to scold, you know, like the pro prosecutor on a number of occasions. You just want And I think the witness and the witnesses that have taken the stand basically um, corroborated like Rittenhouse's story. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. So Rittenhouse is facing uh, charges, including first degree murder, uh, first degree intentional homicide. Uh, which is basically their version of a murder count, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, and first-degree reckless homicide and reckless endangering. I honestly, if you ask me, uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't, I did not listen to any of the trial, so I don't have all the particulars. But just based off of what I know, what I've seen, I think he's going to get off on anything because the kid was scared for his life. And it was funny, I was uh -huh. listening to another talk show, and they were trying to say, oh, well, if the circumstances were different, oh, for sure the guy would be convicted of murder. And uh, them obviously basing it, like if it was a black male shooting uh, white people, which to me makes no sense whatsoever because all of the people involved in this are white. So... Anyways, uh, bottom line, I think he was trying to uh, basically, you know, he was trying to protect his own life, and that's what he why he did. So, I, I predict he's going to uh, escape escape without being convicted of any crimes, but we'll see. He was uh, 17 when he uh, at least shot one friend and traveled to Wisconsin. 
uh, from Illinois. And uh, I think everybody knows the whole story. He uh, fatally shot two people and injured one. So uh, he criticized. Um, uh, Mr. Lee says, or Mr. Key, uh, he criticized Rittenhouse for exercising his Fifth Amendment right. Wow, that's well, that's that's not uh, very smart, in my opinion. I don't think he has a right to do that. But what were you going to say, Eric? Well, and then and then I know this judge is also proven to be very interesting too. Um, you know, but um, I don't know whether or not that, you know, this judge, regardless of the outcome of this case, is going to be approached with um, with like offers to headline a new like courtroom show. I mean, you know, Judge Judy already ended her original show after 25 years and now is doing her new court show over on the IMDb TV like streaming network. And, um, you know, and I've already heard some not so nice things said about Judge Judge Janine and uh, and a couple others. Right. Well, it's, and speaking of judges really quick, now we're on the subject. Um, is I saw something online, and I don't believe everything I see. That's why I'm asking you. Is it true that uh, Jerry Springer is now Judge Springer? On, he has his own judge show? Um, I believe it is true, but I've not tuned into it to watch it, but I've always been used to him being like a a talk show host, you know, you know, and, and having guests on who would openly engage in having like the fist fights and, and airing each other's dirty laundry, which, which I like, I could just hear Sally, Jesse Raphael saying that that's exploitation right there, you know, for, for people to talk about like unfortunate events in their lives and, and to be, be, be made to appear foolish and exploited in such a manner. Well, I was thinking, if but, but she, but she was guilty of doing it too, which, which I know she later in interviews said she regretted that. Well, I'm thinking if Springer has his own Judge uh, Springer show, I think, mm-hmm. I think he should Judge bring. Jerry. Oh, is it Judge Jerry? It's not Judge. Okay, Judge Jerry. Uh, I think he should bring Steve back as uh, the bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then you know but, what. You know, have it have it a little bit more entertaining than your average judge show. You know, make it a little bit more controversial. Yeah. That'd be entertaining. Yeah, you know, and you know, and you know, and, and I wonder if Jer- Jerry still signs off. You know, his new court show, like he did his talk show, and and in his days as a news anchor in Cincinnati, take care of yourself and each other. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I'll have to tune in at least for one episode, see if it's entertaining or not, but we'll see. Uh, you know, and our good friend Pert, apparently he's met Jerry uh, in person. And uh, yes. from what uh, Pert says, he's a very stand up guy. So, anyways, um, and other news uh, Facebook now, uh, AKA Meta, just got hit with its first major lawsuit since a whistleblower exposed a trove of internal documents. Ohio's Attorney General filed a lawsuit against Meta, formerly known as Facebook, on Monday, accusing the company of violating federal securities law by failing to disclose internal research about its platform's harmful effects on children to investors. The case is filed on behalf of Ohio Public Employees Retirement System and Facebook investors who collectively lost more than $100 billion in the market share since employee-turned-whistleblower Francis Hogan first leaked internal documents to the Wall Street Journal. 
Uh, Facebook said it was looking out for our children and read, reading out online trolls, but in reality it was creating misery and diversiveness for profit, Yost said. Uh, Yost, the uh, Attorney General, uh, David Yost, uh, said in a press release, We are not able to mark Zuckerberg. We are the product. We are being used against each other out of speech. So, you know, Mr. Fascist Book himself, he's got plenty of money to uh, take care of bosses. So, I, I don't know how much fighting he's going to do on this. I don't think he has much of a leg to stand on. And, uh, you know, I, we have we have our uh, Fascist Book. Uh, we use Twitter more than anything. But, you know, that's the thing, man. We've talked about that this on our show quite often, how all these quote-unquote social media pages are, it, all it is is gathering your information and selling it off. I mean, it's that simple. They utilize it to sell out to other marketers and make money, hand over fist, while at the same time basically tracking anywhere and everywhere you go and knowing anything and everything you put on the damn thing. So... I don't know. It's it's amazing to me how kids at such a young age nowadays, how they, you know, I have like a younger brother who's, I don't know, like I think like eight to ten. I have two younger brothers, eight between eight and ten. And they, they both want phones already. I'm like, really? How in the hell? I mean, if I wanted a phone when I was, hell, 15, I'd. I'd get a slap in the face and like, what the fuck are you talking about, kid? But now, you know, kids these days seem like they're so entitled to have anything and everything they see. Uh, in all reality, when their parents tell them no, like they should until they're of, I would say at least, at least in high school. But I mean, you know, the kids get pissed off because they feel that, oh, well, dad, mom and dad are just being dicks. Like, no, you know, as you get older, you'll understand that mom and dad are just trying to protect you against things that they don't want you to get into it's for your safety. But anyways, so that's what's going on over at Fascist Book. Everybody still have their Fascist Book accounts or has anybody deleted theirs? I mean, I still have mine just for for like podcasting purposes. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I've had to use it to reach out to to people in order to secure guests for this show and for John DeVito and Jeremy and, and a couple other people. Yeah. I, I mean, we, like I said, we have them. Uh, I mean, I have one for the uh, stores and stuff like that as well, but I, I, from a personal standpoint, I don't utilize it too often. I don't post too much stuff. So it's just one of those. The Joe Manchin and Larry Summers uh, both write about inflation, but they disagree on Biden's agenda. Which, by the way, Biden signed his $1.2 trillion bullshit infrastructure thing today. Anyways, that's a sad topic, so we're not going to really talk about that. Anyways, who's right will determine the path of his presidency and the economy. And uh, this, is, uh, this comes from Business Insider, actually. And it reads, uh, he's in, take your standard centered left Democrat. He's in his 60s or 70s and remembers when inflation was terrible in the 1970s. He's been warned about it ever since Joe Biden was elected president. So far, that describes both Senator Manchin and former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. 
Imagine the West Virginia senator ripped into the White House and Federal Reserve on Wednesday saying that they misjudged how bad inflation would get after a print that showed prices rising at the fastest rate in 31 years. Summers, the Harvard economist, has sounded the alarm on inflation so much that Republicans have cited him when warning about the perils of the rampant price growth. Both have been right so far that inflation is getting worse. The Consumer Price Index, a popular measure of the inflation, rose 0.9% in October, exceeding the 0.6% forecast and marking the largest one-month jump since the Great Recession. And uh, the price index also rose 6.2% on a year-over-year basis, marking the strongest inflation since 1990. Manchin continues to withhold his support for Biden's Build Back Better plan. I use those words very vaguely. And said Wednesday that the latest inflation data showed price growth, quote, getting worse. Manchin has already called on Congress to hit pause on the spending package, and he cited the latest inflation data and doubling down on his stance. Summers told the Washington Post that his fellow centrists is just wrong. Together, they are smaller over 10 years than this past year's stimulus was over a single year. And in addition, they are substantially paid for. Yeah, they're they're paid for. Are they getting paid for by Biden's proposed, uh, you know, income tax, excuse me, not income tax, but unrealized income tax that he wants to put in uh, place for all Americans? That's my question. But uh, I don't know. The I think we all can agree that the uh, inflation is getting out of control. If you've been to your local grocery store, God forbid you've uh, needed to go to the gas station recently, you uh, might want to take some heart, medi- heart ma- uh, medication before you go to the pumps. I know here in Southern California, there are some places that are getting close to $6 a gallon. So for those of you that uh, have that, you know, especially those in <clears throat> Georgia who are only paying $3 a gallon, <laughs> count your blessings. <sighs> I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see how bad it gets, uh, Producer Eric. But uh, mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know how, how, much, how much can uh, the citizens of this country continue to pay out the ass for. I mean... You know, I was looking at, you know, housing prices. Uh, Housing is, I mean, hell, people that work full time can barely afford to pay rent. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's getting crazy. I mean, even what was it? I was looking at numbers here in California, specifically San Diego. If you if you earned even twenty dollars an hour at a full time job, you're still going to struggle to pay rent on your own in an apartment. So that tells you all you well, need to know. I mean, it's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, my rent rate starting this month went from 425 to 460. I've already had to notify the Social Security Administration of that change, and then I've still got to work on notifying the food stamp office of that. Yeah, no, it's uh, like uh, like anywhere and everywhere. Things uh, continue to get expensive. Uh, we're looking at uh, properties in Las Vegas, comparing them to how much they cost at the beginning of 2021. I mean, we you could take a four what cost four hundred and twenty thousand dollars back in January is now at four ninety nine. So it shows you how much 
you know, and I guess I can blame my fellow Californians for leaving California earlier than I and uh, <laughs> escalating the prices in Las Vegas. But uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's so bad that you know some developments they have lotteries because there are so many interested people looking to buy property that they just said uh, we'll just have we'll we'll have a lottery. So, anywho, in other news, um, looks like uh, you shared a story about Newsmax. I see Newsmax going mm-hmm. goes fishing for respectability and. His talent pool. Uh, the outlet appears to be oh, yes. backing off the fringe ledge just a tad after a high-profile embarrassments hiring two longtime Fox producers and may add reporting vet James Rosen. Interesting. Uh, between multiple billion-dollar lawsuits over its 2020 election fraud lies and having a star White House reporter go all in on satanic vaccine conspiracy theories, Newsmax seems to be facing a similar predicament to that of Fox News in recent years. Uh, how do we how do we pivot away from the lunacy? The fledgling MAGA channels solution seems to be going on a hiring spree of former news Fox News producers and reporters. While Newsmax has never shied away from over the top, often unhinged right wing commentary, the MAGA centric channel's ludicrousness came under the microscope over the last two weeks when its star White House reporter Emerald Robinson began pushing a Twitter on it on Twitter a patently absurd claim that COVID-19 vaccines contain bioilluminescent tracking device with satanic powers. I didn't get that one. That never crossed the uh, the wire to me. I why would they even say that? Anyways, Newsmax publicly rebuked uh, Robinson, emphasizing that the network, quote, never reported her, quote, false claims on its airwaves. And then on November 4th, Newsmax announced it had benched the correspondent who had previously worked for rival far-right outlet OAN. Newsmax is currently reviewing the posts, and during the periods, Miss Robinson will not be on the air but continue with the duties for the network. The right-wing personality returned to Twitter last Tuesday after serving a seven-day suspension and was almost immediately given a permanent ban for continuing to promote her satanic vaccine conspiracy theories on the platform. I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody gets suspended from social media networks nowadays, don't they, Eric? (laughs) Well, it... Look at how many times, you know, YouTube got rid of YouTube. But, but I think we've missed having some friends that, that know us from YouTube, like, like they see from Seattle. But I've got him on Instagram. Hopefully I can convince we could, you and me to try to convince him to consider coming over here and joining us on Podbean. Right. Until we get the video streams back up and running. Yeah, no, for sure. So we'll see We'll see Are how Newsback goes. BB? Oh, BP was in Facebook jail for three days. What did you do, BP? What? Uh, I mean, you could have done something that bad. I don't know. Welcome to the show, Filthy Breakfast. I wonder what he's having. Well, and I think we've been having a couple of Podbean friends having to go to the to the Podbean jail. Like Mr. Abe was in there for a week, and then now the only crazy lady is doing her seven days in Podbean jail. And, the only way she's coming in is under her husband Ross's account. Wow. Wait a minute. You got banned for liking someone a comment from someone and they banned you? Unbelievable. 
Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. The hell with. I, and that was on fascist book. Of course it was. Yeah. Um. Oh, Philly Filthy Breakfast just had a burrito bowl for breakfast. Yum. Oh, nice. What was in your What was in your burrito? Anyways, moving on. Uh, local, some local news. Uh, producer Eric found some local news. Uh, th- from the AP, thousands of military families struggle with food insecurity. It's uh, a hidden crisis that has existed for years inside one of the most well-funded institutions on the planet has only worsened during the coronavirus pandemic. As many as 160,000 active duty members are having trouble feeding their families. That's... That, isn't that outrageous? A hundred and sixty thousand. I, I mean, I. Before we go on into the article, I mean, mili- men and women of the military—they make a, a a decent, honest living, don't they? You would think, right? I mean, I don't know. Anyways, that estimate by Feeding America, which coordinates the work of more than two hundred food banks around the country underscores how long-term food and food insecurity has extended into every aspect of American life, including the military. The exact scope of the problem is a topic of debate due to a lack of formal study, but activists say it has existed for years and primarily affects junior level enlisted service members ranks E ones through E fours in military parlance with children. Okay. So more or less what uh, I'm starting to, what we're starting to see here is that this is like, you know, for the newbies that are starting out in the military that might've had children at uh, maybe too early of an age. Just saying anyways, moving back to the article quote, it's a shocking truth. That's known to many food banks across the United States. Uh, this should be the cause of deep embarrassment. The group estimates that 29% of troops in the most junior enlisted ranks face food insecurity during the past year. It is what it is, James Bohannon, 34, a naval E-4, petty officer, third class in San Diego, who relies on food assistance to keep his two daughters fed. You know what you're signing up for in the military, he said, after emerging from a drive through food distribution organized by the local armed service YMCA branch, but I'm not going to lie. It's really tough. In addition to modest pay for junior enlisted ranks, the frequent moves inherent to military life make it difficult for military spouses to find steady work. Also, internal military culture of self-sufficiency leaves many reluctant to speak about their difficulties for fear they will be regarded as irresponsible. The problem is exacerbated by an obscure agricultural department rule that prevents thousands of needy military families from accessing SNAP government assistance programs, commonly known as food stamps. Quote, in one of these things that the American people don't know about, but it's a matter of course, um, it's a matter of course among military members. We know this, said uh, Senator, uh, Senator Tammy Duckworth, an Illinois Democrat, and former Black Hawk pilot who lost both legs in a helicopter crash in Iraq, we're the mightiest military in the face of the earth, and yet those who are on the lower rung of our military ranks are, if they are married and have a child or two, they're hungry. How can you focus on carrying out the mission and defending our democracy if you're worried about whether or not your kid gets dinner tonight? So, I I, I, I don't know. I mean, my, my mind... Uh, 
to, to, to put it bluntly, uh, it's one of those to where it's kind of like, and, and I don't want to sound like an asshole because I'm not. I, I care about people that work hard and do what they got to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And But my initial thoughts are, are you know, because so you got to take it out the whole thing about the person being in the military. You really do. Obviously, we 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 respect and we proud and we are proud of all of our service men and women all across the United States. But the the thing goes for me at least is that it's just like any other relationship. If you're having kids at too early of an age, you're going to struggle through life, and along with that struggle, your child's not going to have the greatest percentages of success either. So, yes, the children need to be fed. I get that. But, you know, I think it, it goes, does go back in, to some extent about personal responsibility. But, uh, you know, I, I would never want to see any child uh, go hungry and all that. So, I don't know. It's, it's a sad situation. Uh, I don't know what this Well, and I... I think other than like military families um, experiencing food insecurities, I think people on disability income and, and senior citizens and, you know, and then, you know, s- single, single parent families, you know, struggling to get by. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And uh, like I said, uh, those that are less fortunate, I think uh, definitely that we need to have avenues for them, uh, you know, whether they're in the military or not. Um the the you only know, and- the only thing I don't like seeing Eric is the people that take advantage of systems that are put in place to help out the people that need the help. Right. That's where I because come. Uh, because it, 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 I know the the dilemma there, and and I know that you and me are not not big fans of you know you know ha- having people who are skilled at you know you know cheating and gaming and working the system, which you know. That, you know that that's taken away from people who truly need it because, you know, here, here you you have people who, um, you know, who basically, you know, s- steal from the system, and then then you have people who, who truly need it, who um, who basically get turned away and de- and denied benefits, and you have to ask yourself the big question of what is wrong with this picture? Like, what why is our our government so inept and incompetent? That they, they don't they don't seem to want to crack down on this and, and and be putting these like welfare cheats in jail. Yeah, no, I I I would you know what I would volunteer <laughs> to put be put on a task force for that. I would I would take the time out of my own schedule to do that because, like I said, because I, I'm I would be very much supportive of you know um you know in, in order to get welfare benefits that you you be required to like pass a drug test to. To just to ensure that you're not using that kind of money or or food stamp money to buy drugs, and like mm-hmm. I'd be willing to take a drug drug test for for them, and and hey, my drug test would come back as clean as a whistle. That it would, and I I'm a big proponent of uh, doing drug tests in order to receive uh, government funds. I think yeah, that's, and, uh, and and maybe cr- and, and like background checks like on on certain peop people to you know. And and I would easily pass a background check too. Well, here's but here's another question, right? You have you know from these this report that we just read, 
you have you know military families uh, struggling to put food on the table for their children, right? Yes. So obviously the administration's well aware of this, I'm sure, but they still find it more important to give um, what is it, four hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash money of taxpayer money to illegal aliens coming across the border. What are the priorities uh, with the uh, administration on that? You have uh, your own men and women of the armed forces struggling to put food on their table, yet you're just going to give away taxpayer money to people that aren't here legally. You know, or if you say the word America first, um, you know, they all like um, start freaking out because like, like you, like you just said a bad word. Oh yeah. If you say, you know what, if you put America first on fascist book, you'll probably get uh, thrown in Facebook jail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is going on? Just doc. Oh, you're excited that we're on. Well, I, I, you know, it's big sexy's birthday. We have to go on. And by the way, uh, momentarily, I think he, he's going to have something to say to you guys. Uh, let me, let me check on that Mm -hmm. really quickly. We're going to take, uh, I think we're due for our second uh, break. We're going to, uh, uh-huh. Your second and final timeout for the evening. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back to the first show without video and uh, because of no video uh, Big Sexy has more confidence in coming on to uh, share a, a few messages for you so I'm going to hand it over to him and uh, here's the Big Sexy the Big Birthday Boy Sexy Thank you to everyone who wished me a happy birthday it really meant a lot and it's greatly appreciated so thank you all right. Well, there you there you go. It uh, you really uh, you really did make a big sexy's day, all of, for all of those that uh, wished him a happy birthday and all of that. So I do uh, from both big sexy and myself want to uh, thank you from the bottom of our hearts and all that good stuff. Oh yes. Anywho, hey Angie, welcome to the show. Every time you hear that, I keep. Well, Angie's just starting her day. Yeah, Angie's just waking up. Make sure you uh, put that hot pot of coffee on, Angie. And Jess, you can uh, put some coffee on when you get home. So you can unwind. Are you going, are you, Jess, are you getting home from work? Is that, uh, or were you out partying, uh, celebrating Big Sexy's birthday? Um, I think she works second shift. Oh, gotcha. Uh, let's see, let's see how Big Sexy's uh, knees are doing. How are the knees? The knee. Let's see. My left knee could be the left knee could be better, but uh, apparently the rice is working. So uh, you know, uh, we had earlier on in the show we had uh, Big Sexy with some knee pain. You know, the growing pains of being a thirty-three-year-old, and uh, too much sauce was in, and she was oh, she, there she is. He is doing better. Yeah. So basically, the uh, key to it is uh, rice with vinegar and put it in the damn microwave and, make, and just pray that your house don't blow up. <laughs> um, 
And and Too Much Sauce had a comment earlier about like when we were talking about like Jerry Springer. Um, she she I think been to like the Ricky Lake and Maury Povich shows, but um, but I know I I do remember that time in the nineties, like when they they were in their prime. Um, but I guess my question was, what were were you like studio audience? I mean, because I I wouldn't recall seeing her as a as a as a featured guest. That would be because I mean, get, getting tickets to those shows is really hard to come by because even Ricky like it, you know, acknowledged that on a RuPaul show appearance two years ago. That's crazy. Oh, oh, you, oh, you were a featured guest on the stage. Oh, interesting. Wow. Sauce, but, you but were, funny. I don't remember those episodes. Sauce, you were on, you were on the Ricky Lake show. There, right, guys, I had to call back in and tell you, okay, so look, I was on the Maury Povich show. First of all, and Dwayne West was like a, um, uh, he was the motivator speaker for Maury Povich, you know, and the topic was um, switch places with your spouse for a day, domestic violence that is worse. And so what they would do is they would make the guys go see their wives in a casket and Dwayne West would like, you know, get all up in their face and all that. Well, that's exactly what happened with me and my spouse at the time, you know, on Maury. And when Maury, when Ricky saw us on there, they invited us to Ricky. So, and do you all, you guys know that all that shit is in one studio, Sally Jaffier, Sally Jesse Raphael. It's the same uh, set? Yes. Everything is in the same damn building. Uh, Maury, Ricky Lake, all that shit in the same building. It'd be like 40 people in there, but they put this camera above your head to make it look like a big audience and shit. They tell it, man, it, everything was like so scripted. Um, Maury, I'm telling you, he was like the biggest, oh my God, oh jerk whatsoever. My plane left at like 10, 10. We were at the audio. I mean, we were on the stage at 10 o'clock. As soon as my last word was in, he was like, all right, see you later. Airport. You know what I'm saying? Damn. We, I'm serious. Like we stayed like they, what stayed, a jerk. You know what I'm saying? We stayed three days, you know, that you get the first three days, they give you $53 a day that you're there, you know? And they, whatever script you tell them, you know, they just run with that. And, you know, they put, add a little bit more to it. And, and then they'll tell you to do stupid shit. Throw the chair. Get, you know, <laughs> get like that, all that. Oh, oh, I'm serious. Now, Ricky Lake, I went there in 2002. And I had just had a baby. And Ricky also had just had a baby. But she was so beautiful to me that her nanny was my baby's nanny. You know, during the time that I was there. We stayed seven days in New York at this time. We stayed in, you know, Times Square. She was like so she befriended me, you know. I'm saucy, so you already know we did oh, good. You know what I'm saying? We get along with you, sauce. Yeah, it was so fun. Congratulations. Did you guys go out to lunch? Yes, we went. I was just gonna tell you, we went to uh, a place called Benny Honda's. Oh, it was yeah. in New York. It's right there right. by well, MTV used to be right there in Times Square. And we went there and we ate upstairs and I got to eat with Ricky Lake, you know. And it was just so elegant. You know, I was trying to be all classy. Like, which one is the dinner fork? And I, <laughs> you know, already know. I was turning, look, guys, I was turning around eating my steak so nobody can see me putting that shit in my the, mouth. All the, sauce, the dinner fork is any fork that fits the damn food. Yeah, but, you know, I was, I'm trying to tell you guys. You guys are my family, so I got to tell you. I was trying to be all elegant. Like, am I eating with the right salad? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good so, stuff. Yeah, but. I, I really got a chance to interact with her. And on that show, I was with the same spouse and they actually transformed him. He actually put on girl clothes. They made him go to an exercise thing with girl clothes. He actually went to the Bronx and cleaned up somebody's house. 
It was so epic. Uh, so wait a minute, wait a minute. They turned your uh, your spouse, hus uh, husband. Yes, you can look time? at. Yeah, he was my husband at the time. Okay, husband at the time. So they yes. transformed him into you know basically a drag queen. Exactly. And he went yes. out and started housekeeping. Yes, and the, the name of that show was Switch Places with Your Spouse for a Day. Oh, <laughs> oh that. that's funny. So, I and do. you can look up that show, guys, and you'll see me. On, I was the actual commercial for the show. You know, like when they pre previewed the show, right? Yeah. I was the actual person there. I was all like, fuck this nigga. He ain't no good. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and those oh that get God. offended, you can you can uh, uh, email Sasa. Uh, you that. know, and so look, and my pastor happens to watch it the day it debuts. And I'm all like, yeah, my pastor told me your ass wasn't no good. I'm cussing like yin yang. <laughs> right. And, and by the way, Sauce, one quick second. I do have to inform our studio audience and uh, people listening on a rebroadcast of the show that uh, the use of the word that you utilize is okay because you you it's are me. you are black. yeah. It's just me, and that, and I I'm sorry. It's in my dialect. I can't help it. It's, <laughs> it's only in, it's only in my it. dialect, and I care. I don't give a damn who uses it. I'm not one of them people. But anyway, <laughs> you already know. Slightly, you know, we're family. We give a fuck. Give a. <laughs> But, you know, so, and I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up for me. But look, I was on the Ricky Lake, guys, and I'm talking like, yeah, my pastor this, but I'm cussing up the yin-yang, guys. But I'm studying saying my pastor this, my pastor. That's hilarious. I want you and Big Sexy to watch that and laugh your ass off, guys. Yeah, no, I definitely will. Uh, so Google it, Google great. it, guys, tonight. It was called um, 2002... Um, switch places for a day with your spouse. I'm the preview. And listen to this, guys. I was like, oh my God, I was so huge on there. I was so fat. It was before my, I had a gastric bypass. So Gosh. it was before that. So you're going to be like, well, damn, saucy. You look at <laughs> Now, did you, ever go, did you ever go on any talk shows? To, you know, was it was it Povich that always did the who's your daddy type thing? Or? The, right. the DNA paternity test, yes. Yeah, it was. Did you, go on, did you ever go on any shows, or did they do any tapings of that type of show when you were there? No. The only other show that I was able to listen to, like I said, Maury was such a prick that when we went to the live studio audience, it was the day of our taping. You know, Ricky Lake let us come and view the shows beforehand, and, you know, we got to sit in the audience and other people. Maury was nothing like that. Um, right, because in, in these shows that they do, these talk shows – they do multiple show tapings all in one day. All in one day. And let right. me, I, they're so scripted that you're not going to believe it. Even little kid shows where they be like, these kids are bad. and all. These kids are given scripts. So when you see these people on the TV show, trust me, they're auditioning for an acting career. Because yeah. they were telling me, they was all like, do you see the show, uh, a sign over there like, clap, Shannon, clap, say you're mad, scream, cuss. <laughs> <laughs> You know, on point, and you already know I'm too much sauce, so I'm already doing, I'm already with the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're on board. Hold right on, my husband at the time, he did not want to cut off his beard, and that was a part of the arrangement, you know, like, you got to cut it off so that we can make you look like the female. His ass was up there looking like Planet of the Apes, because they put all this makeup on to cover up the mustache. <laughs> That's crazy. And when they brought him out, they had made us separate, like, for real, for a whole day, so I didn't even get to, you know, it was, they wanted a real surprise. I fell on the ground laughing slightly. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is um, this? Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely. So 2002, switch 2002. places with spouse. That's and that, that, 
and that's, that's Ricky Lake, yeah, right? Yeah, Maury was probably like a year before, right a year before that. And on Maury, I was a little bit bigger and I was a little bit more serious. I had just got my little teacher's degree, so I was still trying to act all preppy and shit. That's, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and look that up tonight. Yes, yes. So well, and um, as soon as that song. And you definitely dish some dirty secrets about some of them trash talk shows. No, I'm saying what, what the fuckery is they're all in the same goddamn building and it's only like 30 people in each motherfucking setting but they be making people seem like it's like 300 people no they put this camera right above your head like three inches above your head and they go across your head and shit and that makes it look like there's multiple people there and shit how many, people like, would, how many people would you estimate are in the studio audience? Like you said, 30 to 40, not 30 even that many. It's so many people outside trying to get in the uh, in the studio audience at one time. So a lot of people from out of town usually make the cut because they bought their tickets prior or they got their tickets prior. God. But if you're just like trying to come in off the street, you it, the, the lines be around the fucking corner. So I say we need to get you on a game show. Y'all did I bookie. That's what I keep saying. I can do any game you show. Got you, know? per, you got the personality that when an executive producer interviews you for like one minute, they'd be like, oh, yeah. She I'm like, yeah, I won, I won. Then I'll oh, be like, yeah. send me the taxes <laughs> later. You just got to <laughs> jump up and down so your breasts bobble up and down. And you, you, you love it. Yeah. I, I, I can even do the drama side, the drama kind. Oh, my God. Did I win? You know, <laughs> perfect. See, there you go. That's all you need. It's 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 showbiz, folks. You got to be showbiz. able to entertain. It's showbiz. Mill Dog used to have the fucking uh, uh, want to be a, who wants to be a millionaire, and I just loved it just because it was just fun. And you know, I'm very I mean, and smart and shit, so I would get all the questions right. He'd be like, "Well, damn." <laughs> um, Mild hasn't done a poetry show lately. I think um, he's about due for one. Yeah, yeah, he's about due for one. Uh, man, I used to fuck those up because I, I, you look, I love reading. I'm a, I'm a Stephen King type girl, Agatha Christie. I'll even go back down to Donald Lawrence and all those type of. I love reading. You know what I'm saying? So when Milk Dog does like poet shows, I'll try to reach down in the jungle, you know, to get something that everybody can feel, you know. But one day I got up there and I did this. <laughs> don't laugh, guys. I did this. Um, it's called Negro. Not the other word, but Negro mother. And Milk Dog said, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That's funny. I started laughing so hard. I said, well, I was just trying to make you feel it because I was like, and she had so many kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was hilarious, guys. So, yeah, we need to remind him that he needs to do another poetry show so i could come correct well um i th i think you and lady me and laura and area 81 and a couple other friends have got to work on reminding him of that well lady me doesn't come on anymore lady me has been distant with us y'all know i'm gonna put it out there lady me she got a boyfriend she got a boy <laughs> and um, i love her well you know uh and I, I love know. him and Roundy. No, I'm Let me get oh. off here. I'm talking too much. Bye, guys. Have a good night there, Too Much Sauce. And we appreciate you sharing. Uh, Eric, why you make me do that, Eric? It's all your fault. It's all your fault, Eric. It's very uh, interesting to hear about all that. So thank you for sharing that. No, thank you guys for being my family, for real. You guys make me feel like I can just yeah. be. And that's always, I you mean, know. Well, we enjoy your company, Saucy. Thank you, Eric. But why you just make me tell on me? I'm trying to find the hang up button and I can't find that shit. 
<laughs> hey, Slidely can hang up for you. Yeah, we, we, we are able to do that. So anyways, uh, there you go. A little bit about the talk show. Uh, what is it? Uh, we'll call it the talk show. Uh, I don't know. Yep. Whatever it is. Some talk show dish. Yeah, dish uh, about talk shows. Uh, anywho, uh, another article that was sent to me by uh, a listener. And uh, basically, this uh, report is munchable.com. Uh, the headline reads, people are choosing to become disabled by choice and calling themselves transabled. Article reads, first of all, what the actual fuck? Okay, let's get into this. Transabled is a term for people who choose to be disabled. Just like transgender people, the transabled feel one or more limbs of one's body is not theirs. Is this a cause for concern? It surely is distasteful to begin with. You'd be shocked to know that some people even go to the extent of getting illegal surgeries done. A uh, professor, uh, Alex, Alexander Baril, a gender and sexuality studies professor, and defines transibility as, quote, the desire or the need for a person identified as able body by other people to transform his or her body to obtain a physical impairment. Jewel Shuping, 30, from North Carolina, suffers from body integrity identity disorder. I, I've never heard of such a thing, Eric. It is a condition wherein able-bodied people feel the need to or feel that they are meant to be disabled. This is just getting better and better. Shuping wanted to be blind, always. After finding a psychologist who poured drain cleaner liquid into her eyes, she got what she desired. Quote, my mother would find me walking in the halls at night when I was three or four years old. By the time I was six, I remember that thinking about being blind made me more, made me feel comfortable. She spent most of her childhood fantasizing about being blind. She'd spend hours staring directly at the sun or watching solar storms. By the age of 20, she pretended to be blind and became fluent in Braille. Her family decided to disown her after learning about her decision to go blind, although she had constant support from her former fiancé, Mike. Here's another case in point. Chloe Jennings White, a Cambridge University-educated research scientist, wanted nothing to do with her legs. She has tried to hurt herself multiple times. According to reports, she believes both her, of her legs don't really belong to her body. What the, what in the hell is going on with people these days? Anyway, she cannot wait to be wheelchair-bound forever. Quote, something in my brain tells me my legs are not supposed to work. Having any sensation in them just feels wrong, she says. Um, Eric, what do you have to say about these, uh, maybe uh, the other psychologists? I mean, what? I think, I think these people sound like they've got issues. Oh, my God. You know, um... Because and I think people who are who are like truly you know legitimately disabled would probably see, see see this as a big slap in the face you know you know and I think it was just like last Thursday our friend Spanky had to have his leg amputated due to infection because of, brought on by diabetes um, which um, you know like and I know you know seeing people having their you know legs or arms amputated that's no fun. No, it's not. And you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. I, 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 I don't, and maybe it's cause I'm a fucking sane person, at least somewhat, 
But mm-hmm. how does one wake up one day in life and be like, oh, well, my legs don't be long attached to my body. Um, and and, and who, is the, who are these doctors that are one of them, the, the gal that wanted to be blind? She had a doctor basically pour bleach into her fucking eyes. Or Drano, like that, that yeah. sounds like that. That sounds like that doctor ought to have his medical license revoked. Yeah, I would love. To, you know what? I would love to find out who the psychologist and why is the psychologist pouring the drain cleaner into her eyes? Anyways, um, mm-hmm. I would love to talk about who the hell that was. Right. I mean, um, what are people thinking these days? Right. Um, you know, and then I know my grandmother, Pat, who I, you oftentimes might hear me speak fondly of, you know, when she was alive, I remember about nine years before she died, um, she had like a blood clot in her leg and she had to have emergency surgery, you know, to, um, clear up that blood clot. And I think they had, and I think she was left with like a, a bad, like leg scar, but, and I think she had like lived with that leg pain, like ever since, because I think there were some some staples where they had to put the skin back together that were embedded in her skin. And to the point that, that when, when we drove places that um, we had to park in handicapped spots. Yeah. I mean, these guys, these, these two individuals that did this to themselves to be, what what is the term transabled or trans disabled or transabled? That's what they're called. Uh, they might have a disability, but the fucking real disability is in their head. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, my God. And I, I would show you the pictures of these two females, but uh, our video is not working uh, for a few months. But yeah, look, at, know, um, look that up. That's, that's unbelievable. And I want to thank uh, BP for sharing that. Uh, that's just. Um, you know, I would wonder, you know, what, what kind of mental mental disorder the, these people got going on. I mean, are, are they suffering from the worst kind of depression that that their body is like rejecting like antidepressant medications or or do or the or are they just going to a doctor that's basically quack quack quack. I mean no no pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, right. No kidding. And you know what? I was just thinking, and I put the link down in there if you want to see what these two gals look like. That's the link that we uh, were, were given. Uh, it could be. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's how Joseph R. Biden got elected. Maybe is by transabled people like the gal who got Drano put in her eyes. Maybe too many of those people voted. Mm-hmm. Uh, just saying. <laughs> Or, or you might have had people. Well, then you you got to think about people who are being complacent too. Yeah. Are they? There are people that are complacent. People that believe in all the rubbish lies that are being told uh, by, you know, people at CNN, you know, aka the Chinese News Network or MSLSD or any of the other fine liberal type stations. What's going on, dude? Sean? Yeah. Appreciate you dropping by. I think we got about another seven or eight minutes left in our show tonight. Maybe yeah, a few more. Uh, I want to. Uh, I'm going to play this. Uh, I forget. I think Mr. Key sent this. Uh, even though you're not able to watch it, I'm going to see if it's worth listening to. Um, this is a YouTube video 
Joe Biden says stupid things. And what I'm seeing so far right now is like a Wheel of Fortune puzzle with a, uh, a Van of White caricature flipping over letters. And it is a seven-letter word with the last three ERS. And I'm going to push play and see what we hear. Well, it looks like you're going to get a lot of help here. Category is people who annoy you. Audience, keep quiet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we're not going to... Uh... <laughs> well, we'll pass on uh, that <laughs> that puzzle. Um, let's see what else is uh... great. Negro at the time pitcher in the Negro League. <laughs> Let me tell you something, folks. You can't fix stupid. I beat the NRA twice. I got assault weapons banned. I got magazines that could not hold more than 10 rounds in them. I got them eliminated. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More than all the wars. Let's go ahead and stop it. It's a much better experience if you, uh, <coughs> excuse me, are able to watch the video as well. Anyways, uh, let's see, uh, Mr. Key. You have to listen to it. The last one you definitely, you could definitely play the audio. So it's the last one you want me to play. Let's see. Where's it? Where's the what? Which one is the last one? Let's see here. I'll scrub through it. Are you talking about the Col Colbert one? Steve Colbert, hit play from where you're at. Oh, well, okay, hold on. Yeah. Okay, it's probably this one right here. And one day, a couple of fish had a retard baby, and the retard baby was different, so it got to live. So retard fish goes on to make more retard babies, <laughs> and then one day, a retard baby fish crawled out of the ocean with its mutant fish hands, and it had butt sex with a squirrel or something and made this retard frog squirrel. And then that had a retard baby, which was a monkey fish frog. And then this monkey fish frog had butt sex with that monkey. And that monkey had a mutant retard baby that screwed another monkey. And that made <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> oh, where's Jeremy when we need him? That was epic. I big round of applause for that. That's hey, <laughs> you, you remember Jeremy with the gay frogs, right? Oh yeah, you can never forget about Jeremy and his gay frogs. <laughs> that was a good one. I I love that. That was that video was blown up on Facebook today. Okay, good. I'm glad it. Like, and and I'll continue to say one thing that Ocasio Alexandria Ocasio Cortez would be very successful at would be an OnlyFans page. I mean, she would make millions. I think that should be her. Yeah, exactly. See, dude, Sean was right there. Uh, sex. She definitely would sell sex. Well, sex sells, right? It does. That's probably the only reason all the horny bastards in New York probably vote for her. That's why she's uh, an elected official, to be honest with you. She probably sucks at sex, Michael says. That's why she's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Yeah, she, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, but think about it. As attractive as she is, Michael, 
with all the bullshit green this and green new deal that who the hell would want to have sex with her <laughs> i mean oh you okay well i'll sign you up we'll we'll sign you up for her uh, her only fans page when she gets one and uh, you know hey i wonder if um, she'd be willing to cut a deal like to pose for playboy but i wouldn't buy that magazine yeah i'm not buying that one michael kiwa though he, he'll be the first he'll he'll he, you know like you see the the lines at apple whenever they release a new iphone he'll be the first in line when they release playboy magazine <laughs> or, or or somebody would have to have like a super hard on to get that copy of playboy no pun intended <laughs> exactly <laughs> she sold out for ten thousand for a ten thousand dollar dress she would definitely do playboy i i think i would agree with that she would sell out she is a sellout I oh mean, yeah, I like Camel Camelama Ding Dong. She'll sell out to Mr. Brown for anything. Um, um but when, when she wore that um dr- dress to the Met Gala, AOC did. My, my initial reaction is, um, Joan Rivers, where are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael brings up a good point. Knowing that she's going to need to raise enough money for her Green New Deal, she she, she might as well start somewhere. <laughs> So OnlyFans, Playboy, Penthouse here here. Is Penthouse even a thing anymore? I don't know. I don't, I don't know unless but, well, let's not mistake it for a Las Vegas or Nevada brothel. Right? Those are still alive and kicking. We know that. Um Duchon doesn't know anything about Penthouse if they're still alive and kicking. I don't even know. I doubt it. I mean who who subscribes to those magazines anymore when you have uh, you know you can get it live on your phone or in the comfort of your own desktop well i think and and then the national Enquirer, i imagine you know how many dirty stories are they trying to write about aoc and the squad and nancy pelosi and and other you know incompetent politicians that need to go Oh, we need we need ninety percent, ninety probably ninety five percent of politicians to just kick the bucket. That's mm-hmm. that's my estimation at this current given time. But and, uh, and of course, does anybody still read the National Enquirer anymore? I don't know. I don't even know if it's the only magazines I always see at like the checkout counters is like People Magazine and all that crap. And and that and that magazine's been around for almost a hundred years now. Oh my god. It's almost as old as Pertwee. <laughs> uh, I can say that because he's not here. Anyways, um, I guess the last uh, bit of uh, tidbits. Uh, longtime Biden friends casting doubts uh, that Joe Biden will run for re-election. Uh, that uh, his longtime butt buddy Chris Dodd appeared to cast doubt on the likelihood of him running in 2024. Uh, like I said, he'll be lucky enough to be alive still by then, but uh, we'll see. Um, anyways, I think that's all I got for you tonight. I appreciate you guys joining us and, uh, it's been fun. It's been, it's getting quite bit late, especially for those, uh, you over well, on the East coast. Well, but, we'll be back on at our normal time tomorrow though. And with the trivia game, that's right. Uh, t- tomorrow is, uh, trivia. I think, I think just duck won last week. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. She'll have to try to reclaim um, her her crown yeah. tomorrow. But um, but we certainly invite friends to come back tomorrow night and hopefully, you know, you know, you know, like um, 
but l- l- let's see if um, Jess defends her first place title, or maybe if Dude Sean or you know, or not another friend decide to become our next trivia champ. But, but, but of course, you got to watch out for Pertwee. <laughs> that you do. Pert uh, might get back on his game soon. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. We'll also bring you the latest if there's anything uh, else that uh, happens to drop between now and tomorrow night uh, on the Rittenhouse trial. Mm-hmm. The uh, verdict by tomorrow evening. I'm sure if there is a verdict, there'll be lots to talk about. And uh, oh yes, and we'll see what other headlines drop between now and then. But uh, well, for, then for now, get some rest. Publishing episodes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. But yes, well, uh, keep your eye out on the Twitter, Twitter. We'll be dropping episodes unedited. Make sure you fast forward three to four minutes so you don't have except to. Except for the Ray Bell episode. It, yes, Ray Bell. Um, that one should be right on time. Um, other than that, uh, make sure you uh, follow us on the Twitter of the Twitter at Slightly Serious if you haven't already. Drop us a line if you have any news articles, headlines, or. Interesting stories. You can uh, always email me at slightly serious show at gmail.com. Or if you have a beautiful home for sale in Las Vegas area, you can also email me there. Other than that, we'll be back tomorrow night at 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern time. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. God bless and God bless America. Good night, all. See you later. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.
See you tomorrow, everybody. May see some of you. It's Doomsday Podcast.